Hello, everyone, and welcome to Truck Up Podcast. Today we have uh, Brian Van Pelt here again from Local Law 14. What up, everybody? How you doing, Brian? I'm doing good. We have our another Brian as well. We have Brian Mooneyhan still with us again. How you doing, guys? It's the Bee Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> the two bees. Yeah, this convention has been so crazy. Here we are in a little cubby hole in this yeah. round hotel yeah. and that stuff here. So again, thanks again for coming on, Brian. Hey, and thanks uh, for having so what are we uh, discussing today, actually? So today I'm switching off hats. I'm not a UAW person today. Today okay. I'm actually part of a constituency group of the AFL-CIO. So I'm actually the president for Ohio for Pride at Work. And we kind of talked a little bit, Nelson, at the advisory council about, you know, doing something for Indiana. I kind of put a challenge out there for you to, to send to, you know, civil and human rights because... Um, Pride at Work is a constituency group, but it's for the um, LGBTQIA plus community, mm-hmm. and the plus would be for allies. So anybody who knows what the what it's like to be under scrutiny for you know their sexual orientation and that stuff, you know what it's like to go through those kind of things, and so that struggle. And I always invite everybody too to go to to um, prideatwork.org. That's a good place to find out what it's about and, and that stuff. They have a little store there. and yeah, We have a large community LGBTQ and in Fort Wayne in itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, being at you know, an automotive plant, people tend to just be quiet about it for the most part. you know. But others are outspoken about it. And that's a great avenue for them to join and be a part of and to yeah. link up with Ohio. Absolutely, absolutely. So each state has their own their own group and that stuff. And I actually am the president of the only chapter that we have for Ohio. So I'm the I'm the I'm the guy. <laughs> so, um, but we have people that join in that stuff. And so we actually do have a conference that's coming up in Minnesota, here um, the 16th to the 20th of August. There's going to be uh, something in a, there's a call letter out for that as well. So I hope to see a whole bunch of people there and that stuff because UAW is always really well represented there. Uh, do you guys collaborate with other groups in Ohio? Yeah, as a constituency group of the AFL-CIO, we have the Machinist um, Union, IBEW, we have a lot of the TFTs there, um, the AFT, OFT, or Teachers Federation, mm-hmm. the, the flight attendants are also there. And so we have, a. it's just a big, huge group of people that are there. How long have you been president there? So, um, my chapter was actually, there was no activity in it. And so, what do they call that? Kind of a defunct chapter or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we just reinvigorated the charter. And that's how we came to have a chapter in Ohio again, is by just asking, you know, getting the people and the membership of people. So I've got about 15 members, you know, and that's kind of small for throughout the state of Ohio. Oh, it's going to grow. Yeah. It's going to grow. Yeah. So before so, we go on with this, though, I want our listeners to kind of know a little bit about you. So can you tell us a little bit about you? About me? Yeah, and finding out who you were mm-hmm. and where you're at today as far as your LGBTQ and... What's your story? Oh, your my story. story. Yeah, so my story has to do a lot with being... So I'm older. I'm not of this generation <laughs> where this generation is just kind of like... They're, they're all out and proud and that stuff. Whereas, you know, when I graduated from high school in 19... 19- 85. Um, you showed your age. No, no, but hopefully the canvas is doing well. You know, what do you guys think? You know, you look all right. You look good. You look good. <laughs> Thanks. Moisturize, moisturize people. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so um, but when I graduated from high school and even through high school, high school was a struggle for me because it was everybody telling me who I was. It wasn't me living my authentic life. It was people, I felt like people were trying to tell me who I was. And so it, 
came through a lot of discovery and you know we'll just put it out there that I, you know therapy sessions and all that kind of stuff with being comfortable with me and and being able to walk in my skin and so when did you finally come out so I was probably 22 when I finally when I finally came out and so but to my family, the funny story about me coming out to my family was as if everybody remembers about the Ellen DeGeneres show when she had yeah. her sitcom on. I was on the radio there talking about it and everything, and so I became like this Brian, <laughs> gay Brian on the radio. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that was me. But um, so when I came out on the radio and that stuff, they were asking me all kinds of questions, you know, just kind of like, well, we are here. Mm-hmm. But they were asking me, you know, why why haven't you come out to your parents or anything? Because I hadn't come out to my parents. But that was that avenue made it so much easier for me to be able to tell my parents. And then they were like, well, what, why do you want to tell me or tell us? And I said, because I'm not being authentic and I'm not being honest. It's a small part of my life, but yet it's a large part of my life. Now, did your parents kind of figure it out already and they just were open in arms to you? Or yeah. Or did you did you open their eyes to it? Yeah, I, well, I kind of opened their eyes a little bit to it, and yeah. then Dad was Dad was all right with it after a minute and mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, he was a little bit more. Um, he wasn't. He was accepting of it, but not so accepting because I'm his only son, and he's like, "Well, my, the name's going to die off," and I'm like, "You know, legacy and that stuff." And so I'm like, "It'll be okay. You still have grandsons. It won't carry your name, but you know, it's still it's still fine." Thank you for telling your story because there's quite a few members. They look for someone to speak to or some way to tell their story or event. Did you find somebody you were able to relate to and talk to before you actually came out? So for me, it, I have my chosen family and then I have my my real family. So, you know, I have my chosen family and that's who I always went to. You know, it was my chosen family. The, the people who I was in college with and that stuff, they made it very easy for me they were always very accepting and they knew me for me and you know and unfortunately you know that was a part that I kind of kept away from my parents and then the big question that my parents asked me when I came out was why are you telling us I said because there's going to be some point in time where I want to bring my partner around and I want you guys to be accepting of them just as much as you are of you know your two son-in-laws you know so that that became that thing so I mean now they got three Fur babies. So do you have a grandchildren? Do you have a partner now? <laughs> no. You want to give him a shout out? No, I'm single here. Single okay. and mingling. <laughs> Throw your numbers out there. Yeah. yeah. Anybody listening, give him a call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll, he'll do a plug at the end of the show. With <laughs> right. <that. laughs> but it's been great being here with you, Brian, in the convention and being as a Luca delegate as well. Yeah. And it's, like, it's been a lot of fun. And with all the chaos here and everything else, and you know, your brain kind of melts after a while and with all the parliamentary procedures, it's fun to be able to joke and have a good time too, you know? It is. It is. It's nice to be able to come out and just take a minute to be able to talk to talk to people outside of parliamentary procedure and that stuff. And then trying to get all the pictures taken, you know, and doing that, doing our duties, you know, as far as Luca delegates to, for our locals and that stuff. Now, are you finding members of the, the LGBT community here at the convention as well? Are you reaching out to some more people out here so i have i haven't to be honest i haven't reached out and done any of that stuff you know our so our regional director wayne blanchard very very accepting and we've had conversations about it and everything and so we've been talking a lot about this and um how we can what we can do and the you know for lgbtqia people and that stuff and so because it's not really for a lot of places it's it's not something that's that's very big and some places it's not something that people need to worry about but some places you know that there are places where people don't feel safe so pride at work 
they be able to help us to actually organize something and and, and get this go up and going at Fort Wayne? So they could, yeah, because they're, they're everywhere. You, yeah? yeah, they are. And so when we were organizing and doing that, because private work is something like I said earlier, you know, it's something for every union member to be part of and that stuff. So if you so if you're a union member, you can be, you don't have to be part of the LGBTQI community. Mm -hmm. You can be an ally and be part of it. You know, if you believe in people and being able to go to work and not have to worry about being harassed at work or having to worry about any of those kind of things, and that, then this is a group for you to join. Right. And they could probably just join yours for now, and then until they get a bigger group in Fort Wayne, maybe have their own chapter here. Right. That would be possible as well. Yeah. And I mean, and it doesn't take that much. I mean, in on the website, you can go in there and you can take a look at what it actually takes. So it, we're a smaller constituency group. And so we have our executive, you know, our executive director, and we also have Joe Rydell. He's the person who is, excuse me, Joe, didn't mean to say this, but they, I didn't mean to say hey, he. Talking about it, it, gets, it still is a little hard for me because of my age. We never talked about pronouns. Pronouns were very easy. It was either he or she, but now there's gender fluidity, and right. you start talking about that, and so there's they. And so Joe goes by they. So they would, you know, refer any kind of questions you had to Joe and Joe would be able to answer any of those kind of membership questions and that. Stuff. So you just you just mentioned the website. Can you tell everybody what that website is? Yeah. So it's prideatwork.org and um, it it covers I mean there's a lot of different information on there. It, it's but the big thing is is it tells you exactly as to what that what the constituency group is about. And then there's another place too where you can actually join. And joining costs no more than five dollars a month, you know. So and that that gets you your membership. So every month you get five dollars taken out. It's just kind of like being part of community action program, you know. Right. How big is your constituency so, group? Yeah. So how big is it over there in Ohio? <laughs> so in Ohio, like I said, our chapter is pretty small. It's like it's only fifteen. But then again, I think it has to do with getting the word out, mm -hmm. getting the word out about what Pride at Work is about. And you know, with us being in the most populated and most union dense of all of the you know regions i'm gonna put that uaw hat back on so, so even with michigan and everything we still most i'm still wrapping that around my head it's like absolutely so really yeah wow, that's amazing 2209 yeah. we're, we're the most dense yep <laughs> region 2b is the most union dense out of all regions so any of our members if they wanted to reach out to you for help um would you be there willing to help them out absolutely Absolutely. And then if you guys needed help with, you know, organizing a chapter or whatnot, I would definitely put you in touch with Joe and and they would be able to help you out with that. Awesome. Yeah, I'm sure many of our listeners are listening to this and they could just link up with our we'll put we'll put everything on our site as well. And so. this is a really tight knit group too, so if anybody happens to be one of the other constituency groups that that's part of the AFL CIO is a Philip Randolph Institute. So if you guys know about them, that's actually, so their executive director, Clayola Brown, shout out to her. I love mama. So she is an awesome lady and she is actually how we, how Pride at Work became affiliated with the AFL-CIO. And you interact with a lot of people in the community and, and their events as well. Right, right. Yeah, it's all about being out there and being visible and being able to, to talk to people. So we have, um, Toledo has their Pride Parade on August the 20th. Unfortunately, I'll be in the Pride at Work conference in Minnesota, so I won't be able to be there. But we have, I mean, we have people that called out to reach out to Pride at Work Ohio for help with Tim Ryan, with him being elected and that stuff. So good guy there for Ohio. So, you know, our, our union, we were built off solidarity, but we gain our strength off our diversity. 
and it's great, you know, that you're here and we're inclusive of everybody because if we're not inclusive of everybody, we can't grow. Exactly. To regain our strength, we have to be inclusive of everybody. So I'm glad you're on here actually explaining this so we we show everyone we're inclusive. Oh, absolutely. It's not just one or the other or anything else. It's everything. No. And that, I mean, it's it's spelled out too in our constitution, Mm -hmm. you know, Article 2, Section 2, I believe. For somebody in the LGBTQIA community, if you take and you just, not that the internet always tells the truth, you know, but if you were to take a look on there, I mean, Ohio does not have a whole lot of rights. If you work in a non-union shop, you, you can be fired for being gay. Lenders don't have to lend you money if they don't feel like doing business with you, or if you happen to be a small business and you don't want to do business with gays, then you, you can close your doors to them. I mean, there's a number of different things. It just makes me want to think, are we really in 2022 or where are we at? Yeah, Do you think society is more like more accepting today than they were when you were younger? Do you see, uh, do you see growth? I do. I do see a lot of growth. And then you get the people at, at the mic and within our legislative halls that like to speak out about it and without any knowledge of it. You have, I'm not going to mention her name from Georgia because she's an, a prime candidate for that. I mean, the things that she did to her peer because she has a trans, because her child's trans, the things that she, the things that she did to her peer, just disgusting, disgusting. Wasn't there a senator just recently that uh, his son, I believe, was just had a, a wedding and he voted against his son's marriage, but yeah, he went to the wedding? More than likely. Yeah, I think it was More on the news. Huh? I haven't heard it. Yeah, but yeah, I, it was a senator, a Republican yeah. senator, voted against gay marriage, but he was at his son's gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a, only a couple of Republicans that ended up voting for gay marriage. So every Democrat, though, every Democrat was fine because love is love. Yep. Mm. And that stuff. And so that's what doesn't make any sense to me because hate just, I mean, hate, you have to, you have to really kind of push that to people yeah, and I mean, that stuff. And so it's kind of a trained... People tend to say, oh, don't tread on me and mind your business, but but then they're in yours. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, if you're not, you know, interfering in my life and you're just doing your thing, mm-hmm. then go ahead. Yeah. You know, I, it, you know, I'm doing mine. Yeah. And it's it's not for me to tread on you. It's not for me to interfere in your life. Right. You're yeah. finding yourself and you're, and you're enjoying yourself. You're enjoying your life on this earth. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. I mean, this is supposed to be the United States of America. Yeah. And when we, when it all comes down to it, I mean, those people that are up and Freedom of talking, choice. Yeah, and freedom of choice. And so I almost, I had a friend who was about lynched before when we were, when I was younger. And I was like, man, I'm like, what's going on? He goes, man, I almost got drug off. I mean, grabbed his arm, locked his arm in the, in the window, and but he got lucky and he pulled his arm out, you know? So, mm. I mean, just those kind of things. And I mean, and that's... Those are the kind of fears that people have going out. I mean, if anybody looks up the homicide rate amongst the trans community, is crazy. That's why it's very, very scary for for them. And those are those are my brothers and sisters. And you know, those are in a, in effect. I mean, that's everybody's brother and sister. Right. Did you see the Dave Chappelle show or the uh, Dave Chappelle stand up? No, I didn't. So he, Dave Chappelle was catching a lot of a lot of stuff from the LGBTQ community uh-huh. and he had made some jokes, but it was one of his friends that he had met. He actually met the woman and he put her on stage as his opening act mm-hmm. and she was trans mm-hmm. and he made some jokes about it. Her and him were super cool. The community found out about it and they just wanted to cancel culture. 
you know, they wanted to just get rid of him. Well, oh, yeah. the lady ended up committing suicide. And Dave Chappelle really took it hard. Like, he, you know, he loved that woman. Right. He wasn't making fun of her to be mean. But if you haven't seen it, no. I, I would encourage I, you to watch it because it, it is very, very good. I, will. I thought the LGBTQ community was against him, too, though. I thought something happened about that. They were. That he said... Because, you know, he's a comedian. He's got a joke on everyone. He's going right. to joke on everyone. Right. Right. you, you got to have thick skin. You know, he's a comedian. And more than likely, people don't know the backstory because there's always a backstory behind something. And so if somebody thinks that, you know, that that, that was meant as a joke or whatever, yeah. Right. But what was the backstory? They know each other before and that's they, how, Exactly. It, if they did, you know, then, hey, they're, they're familiar. And so that's how they joke around. I yeah. mean, I joke around with my friends. I mean, if they happen to be straight, LGBTQ, you know whatever i mean we have a way about you know each friend is different each individual that you have in your life is different right and you just kind of go on that and so i mean if they were friends and everything i mean then they have their own way about joking about things right you know well i encourage you to watch it it's i will it's it is touching it's very touching yeah and he does an excellent job explaining how much he loved this woman Mm -hmm. so give it a shot yeah i will i will yeah thanks he's not a dumb man no, you know, and he, but he's a comedian. He's gonna have fun. He's gonna, you know, he's there to make everybody laugh. Right at, at your expense. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's the thing too that ever, that, you know, if you don't know the, like I said, the backstory. Just know the backstory before you make any comments about it. You right. know, right. All right. Well, I think we got to get back to session. I think they just uh, finished wrapping up the regional director stuff, didn't it? I think so. Yeah. So. It's been great having you here, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's again. always a pleasure to see you. Yeah, same here. Yeah, Hopefully we'll fun. see some more of each other, you know. <laughs> yeah. And if you guys need any help with anything, you know, I'm always here and that stuff. We'll be working together now because we're both part of the education committee. Right. Our, and respective locals, so both are uh, part of the advisory council. Yeah. And I think that there will probably be some educational things coming out with, you know, diversity, civil and human rights, and, that, and those kind of things, too. Yeah. So. All right. Thank you, everyone. See you tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you later. Peace yeah. from this bee. <laughs> Thanks for sharing your story. Hey, you betcha. Bye.